Welcome to the LabCast, a podcast where AHS Lab Services leads Tammy Hofer and Dr. Carolyn O'Hara answer your questions about the new provincial lab structure. Hi everyone, it's, uh, you can tell by my voice, I'm a little under the weather, but it's Tammy Hofer uh, and I'm here with, with Dr. O'Hara and we're here for LabCast number six. So Carolyn, let me start. Congratulations on on the announcement that came out on your interim chief medical lab officer. That's great. Thanks, Tammy. And likewise, I guess I should congratulate you on your official appointment as the chief operating officer for Alberta Public Laboratories. Great. And we would be remiss if we didn't also congratulate uh, Wendy Joasa on being our new chief administrative officer or CAO. Yeah, congratulations, Wendy. So... So I think, folks, we in our last big meeting, we, we spent some time talking about the difference between uh, what does the difference with September 1, when APL actually came into effect, versus um, uh, staff transitioning closer to, to the end of, of uh, the calendar year, uh, more specifically December the 10th. So I thought I'd spend a little bit of time uh, walking through that. And, and really, as, as we talked about, so APL really has become the the effective lab service provider for the province but we know that we have a lot of work to do to get people physically um, moved over and transitioned into into the new organization and, and one big piece of that is payroll and and so the plan is APL is going to use ePeople payroll system and, and many of you that work at AHS and Covenant Health and Lamont today will be familiar with that payroll system. And, and, but we have, to do, we have to do some work in the background that allows APL to stand on it, on it so as an own organization within that system. So that work has, is, has already started. And so the folks that are gonna be on ePeople are going to include our um, AHS and Covenant uh, unionized uh, employees that are currently on ePeople. It'll include um, Lamont Healthcare unionized employees who are currently on ePeople. And it will also include all non-unionized employees that work for AHS, Covenant Health, uh, and uh, CLS. So really a major, the, the payroll system for our uh, CLS non-unionized folks today that will change from um, Avanti to ePeople and APL so the, the the unionized employees within CLS will remain on Avanti and that will they'll stay there so APL will effectively have two payroll systems for a period of time until we have our labor board uh, decision so it could be upwards of about 18 months so so I know it, it, it is con- a bit confusing and we've got some further communications that are going to plan to come out from Morrow's office that talk about the ePeople transition dates. So those, perhaps by the time the podcast gets um, published, you probably already have that in hand. So Carolyn, I thought um, another big piece of information that we talked about last, last month was, was our plan around physician contracts. Do you want to talk, talk through that with, with the team? Sure. So, um, you know, we have our medical scientific staff contingent, which of course includes our clinical doctoral scientists as well as our our physicians. So, the with regard to the clinical doctoral scientists, they'll transition similar to the other non-unionized, uh, sorry, non-union exempt employees. But specific to the MDs, obviously, we have a variety of of 
of contractor and employment and cost share and university uh, relationships and we're certainly working through those group by group but the contractors that may be listening you should have already received uh, an updated contract uh, retroactive uh, as well as you're going to get a proactive APL contract as of October 1st just to make sure that you feel confident that you actually have a contract um, and of course for those people who are uh, CLS employees um, we'll transition you folks at a later date we're still trying to to work through the the details um, and of course our cost share university GFTs we're still working through the process for for transitioning those folks but we do have a, a plans for each category of, of physicians and uh, as those who joined us on the call on August 21st are aware we did distribute the PowerPoint presentation the frequently asked questions directly to you and also you can find um, them posted on Insight if you can't find them in your inbox so hopefully everyone has been communicated with in some form or fashion um, and we have a plan for everybody. So Carolyn just out of curiosity how many physicians ballpark um, are, will we have for APL? Uh, probably just over 200, um, between 200 and 220 MDs, and then another, you know, 75 or so clinical doctoral scientists. So, you know, a pretty pretty large group. And and again, we appreciate that everyone, you know, with all of our legacy agreements, we're all coming at it from a different perspective and we're working through all the different uh, arrangements but yeah we'll have quite a large contingent yeah, for sure yeah. yeah for sure and 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 um, I might not have mentioned but for our employee physicians um, currently paid through CLS uh, they the plan is not actually to move them on to eat people they will stay on Avanti um, in case there was any confusion with my earlier comments Great. so thanks for that so I think the the last thing I, I probably wanted to cover is I and and really Carolyn join me in in congratulating um, both Dale Gray and Shelley Rollick. These are the next uh, level of um, expression of interest that we we filled on on our management organizational structure. So Dale Gray, um, many of you likely know Dale. He's um, he, his role with CLS was the VP of of technical operations so congratulate Dale um, as our executive director for the uh, South Sector um, operations and uh, Shelley Rollick who is currently the executive director for for the Edmonton zone and also has some some responsibility with genetics has accepted the role of, of um, executive director for for the North Sector operations so again I'm, I'm thrilled to continue to be working with Dale Dale and Shelley um, as we move forward and I suppose now with with um, those announcements made we're actively working to get our directors um, uh, in in the next uh, level of the organizational structure um, filled and as those positions are filled there will be announcements so hopefully we'll, we'll see those start to, to really happen quite quickly. Yeah, and it's I'm very happy to see the organization coming together. And I think once these these quote unquote boxes get filled, we can really start to to move forward and, and do some great work. So I'm really looking forward to that. Great, well, thanks. So I think I think that pretty much takes us to what we wanted to talk about today. And I can't wait to listen back to my squeaky voice on on this one. So so thanks everyone, and and. Uh, 
Uh, as always, any feedback um, or questions, they certainly can go to Lab Model. If you feel there's content in these lab casts that you'd like to hear, by all means, please send that along. And I'll leave the final closing with you, Dr. O'Hara. Yes, thanks for tuning in, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye. You have been listening to the Labcast. Please visit the Insight page at insight.ahs.ca backslash new lab for future episodes. Thanks for listening.